Hello and welcome to LiveWire's Outlook series for 2023. I'm Ali Selby and while 2022 was extremely volatile, there have been some pockets of exuberance. So today we're going to find out where Melbourne's finest fundies think the crowded trades are in 2023. Where do you think the crowded trades are in 2023 and are you avoiding them or are you hiding within them? We do find, you know, as we look for these big winners of the energy transition or decarbonisation, we find there's a lot of industrial companies that are claiming to be beneficiaries. They might have something to do with electrification or they might have something to do with decarbonisation, but it's not really their business. They are actually just industrials. And from that point of view, those companies have done well this year and, and you know, we are going into a slowdown, so we're not sure that they're the right place to invest as we, as we think about this opportunity today. And that would be the biggest industrials in the world. We think um, short or underweight discretionary retail is a very, very consensus view. And whilst we are cautious on you know, areas like household furnishings um, and some parts of apparel, there are parts within that space that are, that are quite attractive. So valuations have been, have been very, very weak for that space in 2022. It's been a really, really tough year and stock price performance has suffered and expectations are for a really tough year in 2023. But if the macro environment is perhaps not as bad as expected, that's an area where we think that people are probably positioned on the wrong side. Uh, and we have some selective exposure there, but we're cautiously watching that space at this point in time. What are some examples of the companies within that sector that you think are currently undervalued? Yeah, we have a position in Ardent Leisure, which is the owner of Dreamworld on the, uh, on the Gold Coast. We also have a position in Tourism Holdings, which, um, which is an RV. Um, operator, which we think both of those businesses and companies are well positioned to benefit from an increase in consumer spending um, over the next 12 months. Can I just say, the crowded trade, uh, which is, I think, absurd, is got to be crypto. Uh, it is dangerous, I think, for mainstream commentators to push people into crypto, talk about crypto, predict crypto, uh, because it's a very volatile asset class. It doesn't matter whether it's going up or down. Uh, mainstream commentators are sucking people into an asset class they shouldn't be in. If you have a superannuation fund, you're a retiree, you're living off the income, you mustn't listen to anybody on crypto. It's too volatile. Volatile. It's still a crowded trade uh, and I make no predictions about it, but I wouldn't go near it. Even though it's sold off heavily, you think there's more pain to come? Uh, just because something goes, things go down for a reason, Ali. Do you think it could go to zero? Absolutely. I found it hard to pinpoint too many crowded trades right now, but the, two, the answer I would give is probably lithium and to some extent coal. Um, there's been a lot of investor funds flowing into those sectors, probably chasing near-term returns. I think um, you know, there's been a lot, particularly with lithium, there's a lot of money flowing in to build new supply. But I think going forward, um, you know, I think the returns will moderate from those sectors. Uh, in terms of our fund positioning, we do still own MinRes. That's been a really good performer of the fund. Big lithium exposure, but I think that continued to do well. Coal, we've reduced our weighting quite significantly, but continue to own Stanmore Resources, Coronado and Whitehaven. So we're still quite positive on, the, on the, some of those coal names. I think battery technology, probably specifically lithium, you know, I think, I think we understand the importance and the drive and why people are so excited about the transition to renewables, but I think people tend to underestimate how long it will take, the cost involved, the amount of mining that will need to go into it. Um, and when push comes to shove, you look at the, the sector and that sort of space, you know, 
you'd struggle to find a retail investor who hasn't fully bought into the narrative of renewables and battery technology. Heck, you'd struggle to find an institution that wouldn't <laughs> already bought into that narrative. And so for us, when you find such a strong consensus, that's a space that we really do want to steer clear of. As you exit 22, I think one of the most crowded trades has to be lithium. We can debate whether or not it's a bubble, but what we can say, there is a speculative frenzy around anything relating to electric vehicles and battery minerals. Uh, lithium is somewhat in the sweet spot. You've seen the stocks go up anywhere from five-fold to ten-fold. Uh, you've seen the commodity price go up exponentially. And there's a sense of expectation that there's a strong structural trend and these trends will persist. We call out that there is still a business cycle, there is still a commodity cycle. Um, electric batteries will grow, lithium will grow, but we do not believe the prices we're seeing today at all will be sustained. And we think that's a crowded trade and we think that's a risky trade. And our approach is typically to, to, to leave early rather than leave late. And that's been reflected in our positions.